Alice decided to take a break from packing. She lit a cigarette, leaning back in one of the wicker chairs that were always slightly damp from the sea breeze. She glanced around at the cardboard boxes filled with her family's belongings, each glass and salt shaker and picture frame wrapped carefully in newspaper. There were at least a couple of boxes in every room of the house. She needed to make sure she had taken them all to goodwill by the time the children arrived. This had been their summer home for sixty years, and it amazed her how many objects they had accumulated. She didn't want anyone to be burdened by the mess once she was gone. She could tell by the heavy clouds that it was about to rain. In Cape Nettick, Maine that May, you were likely to see a thunderstorm every afternoon. This didn't bother her. She never went down to the beach anymore. After lunch, she usually sat out on the screen porch for hours, reading novels that her daughter-in-law, Anne-Marie, had lent her during the winter, drinking red wine and watching the waves crash against the rocks until it was time to make supper. She never felt the urge she once did to put on a swimsuit and take a dip or muss her pedicure by walking in the sand. She preferred to watch it all from a distance, letting the scene pass through her like a ghost. Her life here was ruled by routine. Each day, she was up by six to clean the house and tend her garden. She drank a cup of Tetley, leaving the tea bag on a dish in the fridge so she could use it once more before lunch. At 9.30 on the nose, she drove to St. Michael's by the Sea for 10 o'clock mass. The surrounding area had changed so much since their first summer in Maine all those years ago. Huge houses had gone up along the coast, and the towns were now full of gift shops and fashionable restaurants and gourmet grocery stores. The fishermen were still around, but back in the 70s, many of them had started catering to tourists with their breakfast cruises and their whale watches and such. Some things remained. Ruby's Market and the pharmacy were still dark by six. Alice still left her keys in the car at all times. She never locked the house, either. No one up here did. The beach had stayed untouched, and every one of the massive pine trees dotting the road from her door to the church looked as if it had been there for centuries. The church itself was a constant. St. Michael's was an old-fashioned country chapel made of stone, with red velvet cushions in the pews and brilliant stained glass windows that burst with color in the morning sun. It had been built at the top of the hill off Shore Road so that its rooftop cross might be visible to sailors at sea. Alice always sat in the third row to the right of the altar. She tried to remember the best bits of wisdom from Father Donnelly's sermons to pass along to the child or grandchild who needed them most, not that they paid her any attention. She listened intently, singing out the familiar hymns, reciting the prayers she had recited since she was a girl. She closed her eyes and asked God for the same things she had asked for all those years ago, to help her to be good, to make her do better. For the most part, she believed he heard. 